What's up everybody, Brandon Fountain here, and of course I have B with me. Hey, hey world. And I've noticed that we've been getting some downloads from one of our very old episodes, Preparing for a Shoot, and uh, I had to go listen to it, and it was one of those episodes where we just wasn't really talking about video production or film we're still you know talking about a little photography which is good um but i just feel like it's kind of outdated you know i mean you're you're full you're full time now i mean in that episode you were talking about becoming full time yes Uh, that was a dream yeah so i just felt like we needed to you know re- get into that topic and just talk about what we learned now our experiences and you know probably get some tips on that huh yeah i agree i, I think we uh we have grown as individuals so that's definitely some changes in there right that episode was probably three years ago so we want to just give y'all a little bit yeah <laughs> just want to give a little update um first we're gonna get into of course ways to get in your cl- clients you know get into negotiating uh gear prep and then how we pass on those products. We're about to get right to it. You're listening to Let's Talk Filmmaking, a podcast where we talk about everything filmmaking. If you're a beginner and want to learn about filmmaking or want to hear stories from a filmmaker like you, then this is the show for you. Because somewhere in this industry, you're a beginner. So let's talk and let's learn. Okay, so once again, we're gonna start in ways to getting clients. I know I have tried a lot of ways myself. Um, you know, there's BNI, which I believe I talked to on the show. Um, of course, a big one is word of mouth. Uh, name a couple for you. Like, what are some things you tried? Um, honestly, as of like the last for three or four months, it's usually um, my clients actually get me a lot of clientele. So um, they'll know my work, they'll trust my work and say, hey, you know, go and contact her. She's great at what she does. And, you know, I get phone calls. Um, Sometimes things come off Instagram every now and then. Um, But for me, it's, it's usually pretty successful with word of mouth. One of the things that I'm actually going to try is um, walk-ins, which kind of scared me. I'm not going to lie. Simply because, you know, going into somebody's business and saying, hey, you know, this is what I can provide for you or, you know, going in and trying to like really find the pain points of that business so you can tell them how important video can be to those pain points and relieving those pain points. So that's something that I've been um, working up to and that I'm looking forward to doing maybe, um, well, the way April's going because it's so busy, most likely in May is when I'm deciding to do it. And you know, some of you might be saying walk-ons or, you know, walk, doing walk-ins is kind of old school, you know, nobody really do walk-ins anymore. And I have to disagree. Sometimes if mm-hmm. you can't find that person on LinkedIn, you know, you can't find that the right person uh, on a social media or get that contact sometimes you have to go in you just have Mm -hmm. to go in and and just say hey uh can i speak to the owner if available when is a good time you know uh and having a a just a a a folder with your uh files having your your reel ready 
uh, having just a game plan when you walk in and also just because uh, I've done I've done those and it's worked at least once for sure for for me. Um, but there was a lot of no's and come back laters. But I will say by me doing that, I got the contacts that I didn't have. And I believe that goes into a lot of that research and knowing mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, Diane, my old account- accountant, would tell me. Sooner or later, you're going to know you're going to get X amount of no's before you get X amount of yes. Like how many no's mm-hmm. do you need before you get this many yeses? Mm-hmm. And and it's, it's, then you have that game plan. Well, if I send X amount of emails, I'm definitely now going to get at least one yes. Mm-hmm. So now every day, you know, you have a game plan of, okay, I just need to make sure I send out X amount of, X amount of emails or uh, walk through X amount of doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely that. Um, one of one of the other ways that um, you can obtain clients is a lot of times my family and friends are like, "Oh, I have a friend," and I'm like, "Don't give me your friend. Give me your person in charge of marketing at your job." Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let me talk to them. They don't even have to know that we know each other, you know? So a lot of times when my family and friends and, and as, as creators, we have to educate them, right? Because they are trying to help. Their intentions are very, are, are very good, you know, but um, you want to make sure that the intentions that they are, are what they're giving you is productive to you. Right. Because we don't want to just seem like a hookup on the low. Right. So mm-hmm. um, the best, the best way for, for me that I've been telling family and friends, I'm like, Oh no, no, no. Just give me the contact from your job where do you work (laughs) and let me talk to them about you know what we can do especially if it's like a family-owned business that they have or something like that definitely Mm -hmm. and another uh source i've been actually looking at again is sites like uh, production hub Mm -hmm. production hub is a great website and you can google um, production hub equivalent sites. There are some where you actually have to like actually pay. I do know production hub. There is a membership that you can, you know, you get every, uh, amount of credits, but there are still some free jobs out there that you might need anyway, just to get into, uh, get your foot in the industry, get your foot in, you know, in some doors so you can build that reel. So you can, uh, once you do start paying, and get these credits or whatever type of mem- membership with these websites, you will have something to show that, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I'm at this level, right. you know, right? I should be able Absolutely. to handle what you're asking me to do, and mm-hmm. I'm worth mm-hmm. traveling because that's the end game. You know, you want well, it's not really end game, but that's 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 the goal right there. You want to be able to be good good enough to where people will, you know, send you out. You know, I'm quite sure mm-hmm. my my wife is listening in the other room and she's like yeah i can't wait for you to get to that part uh, but <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where where you want to be uh so i've been looking at that as well mm, yeah that's that's good that's very good stuff i think also another thing is to become a double threat um start uh if you're if you're only in photography start venturing out to video if you're only in video start venturing out to, photo- to photography i never thought in a million years i would own a stroke i never thought um, but when I saw uh, the quality that um, can be brought out in in photography, 
um, how it's not as hard. From what I hear, it's harder to become a videographer after being a photographer um, versus vice versa, I guess. Um, for me, it was pretty easy for me to pick up minus uh, some minor things, um, but it was it was very quick to pick up and it's a good extra stream of income um, as well. So, and that's another way to get clientele where, you know, you get in there, you start doing headshots and they're like, hey, do you do video too? <laughs> yes, I do. Actually, I do. So that's also a good way is being a double threat as our, you know, a, a double threat. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I no, think I'm yeah. going to go with that. Yeah, you, people you're, can judge me for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because but yeah, a double threat, just being able to, you know, kind of be a jack, not a jack of all trades, but just a jack of at least those two, because yeah. it, it can connect you with some people that. Um, you may not have connected with before. Like I have a whole neighborhood that I'm connecting with based on my recent photography adventures. So something to, something else to look at. Yeah, for sure. Because I can't tell you when I had uh, with my uh, jewelry client I had, I mean, that started off uh, just doing headshots and then we started doing videos. And now we, you know, he often calls me back for, you know, projects, video projects here and there. Um, mm -hmm. he even called me to try to do uh, a, a radio ad once again, trying to do something different. Um, mm -hmm. of course he's a little bit picky. So, you know, I didn't get paid. I did get paid for that, but he just didn't feel like doing a radio thing anymore, but I still got paid. Um, but once again, just having those skills, uh, even if you are cin cinematography based or you just only a focus on, you know, this one area, definitely don't be afraid to uh, branch out and learn how to do a couple right. of things. Because at the end of the day, these clients are wanting more because yes. they're, they're seeing these, uh, their audience is just are everywhere now, especially mm -hmm. with social media, you know. With social media, they, they, they want it to stop and uh, now want you to have something for their Instagram stories, IG right, stories, but use right. your professional cameras. I'm not right. lying. That's something that I have to, I saw uh, the crew that I was on in New Orleans, that was a whole different part of the shoot. They had to shoot something specifically for Instagram uh, stories. So it had to be, you know, vertical, which was once again, just something you just gotta be prepared for um so there was something else, there was something else oh big one uh website uh i get a email every month saying hey you had x amount of people go to your website the website and every time i see that i'm like shit because i know it's not as good as it's supposed to be you know i know I, there's some more stuff that needs to be on there so right. make sure your website you know has everything you need on it um, yes, that too. What are some big, I guess, pointers, like must-haves you would say uh, needs to be on a good, like, website? Or a website that would be good, make it good? Well, I think um, one of the most important parts is also having what I call, or what we call, a business message video. People don't like to read anymore. <laughs> they don't want to read a six page bio of who you are, what you do and why you do it. They want to see, um, you know, something that's intriguing, that gets their attention and makes them feel 
like, okay, this is a person or this is a company that I want to deal with and be able to, um, you know, interact with. So that's one of the things that I did. I made my business message video, which I've been thinking about doing it over, but I look at it and I'm like, you know what? This is actually pretty fine. I was about to say, why would you do it over? So I was like, I really don't think I need to do anything different. Um, There are some key things that I do want to talk about more in the video, but I think I'm probably going to do like another video, like what to expect from us kind of video or something like that. But if you're in video, your, 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 um, your website should have more than just, you know, um, a demo reel. It's, it's, or actually the BMV or business message video is your demo reel. But instead of having just a bunch of clips with music to it, you're actually giving a message to your clientele saying, hey, look, this is who we are. This is what we do. And this is why we love to do it. And this is why, you know, we're different from the other person, not putting other people down, but just saying, hey, this is like for me, I said, you know, we do strategies. We have actual strategies that um, allow us to put your content in front of the people that ultimately want to buy from you. So um, and that's what kind of makes us different. We don't just go in shoot shoot whatever and you know call it a day you know a lot of times videographers will just hand you the video and that's it so i had to venture off and start doing different things which is you know i actually partner partnered up with a marketing firm um i'm a i'm a creator i don't want to have to deal with running campaigns and stuff like that it just gives me anxiety i don't want to do it yeah so i just (laughs) i was like dude i'm just gonna partner with somebody and do that and i was able to do that so now that makes life 10 times easier for me but i digress but yes you should have a bmv um very little wording should be on there just you know big hitters um as far as you know your company mission and stuff like that testimonials and then obviously some work that you've done but i mean that bmv at the very beginning they just hit play and in two to three minutes they know everything that they need to know so and then at the bottom you know i have them fill out a discovery form and the discovery form is basically you know me qualifying them to work with me like you know is this somebody that i want to work with is this somebody that can afford my services so yeah right and and i Look, if you ever need a script for a voiceover for a client that you're working with, please contact B because she does a phenomenal <laughs> job of just writing a script and it just touches you. It's like I feel that. Definitely, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have her website in the show notes because I want you definitely to watch her brand vid- video, um, branding video because honestly, she's right. Uh, that should be on the main page and it does show for one uh, that you do know how to uh, shoot a video and and edit but the quality of your video that's a, a great example as well and just it's immediately showing hey I can do this for your business if you want me to it's an instant sale um mm-hmm. Another thing that I want to add to uh, what you definitely should have to your website is frequently asked questions because mm. I need you to be able to answer every small or crazy question before you get to me. Like I don't, I need, I need you to be able to find out everything before you hit call and type dial in my number and call <laughs> me or email <laughs> me. Because <laughs> like Beast Discovery Form, you know, have a form to help, you know, 
hey, are you looking for this type of service? You know, scroll down for it and choose the service you need. You know, what is your budget or who is the audience? You know, anything, you know, just something Mm -hmm. to have them type it before they get to you. Because I promise you, when you're on the phone with these people, you don't want to stay on the phone long. Um, right. I I can't tell you how many times I've I've talked to somebody and they didn't have a good a, a good idea of how much uh, they want to spend on something. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. if you want X, Y, and Z, that's gonna be X, Y, and Z money. You must just want X. If you want just X, I can give you just X, but you win, you ain't gonna get that Y and Z either. So <laughs> right? try to get to that so I don't have to talk to you and tell you you can't get Y and Z. Yeah, I can't tell you how frequently asked questions, uh, that form, have a chat system, uh yeah. a, a chat in, in the lower lower item, um lower part of the website. That way if they message, you can respond uh to them as well. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I have that set up. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. Of course, definitely your reels, testimonials. I can't express how other yeah, people, right? Other people talking about how great your service is um, is a huge bonus. Let's go on and get into the next thing, which we kind of tippy toed around, and that's negotiating. Mm. Yes, the big mm. thing, negotiating. <sighs> Would I be wrong <laughs> to uh. say, first of all, negotiating, depending on what part of your business, at the end of the, at the end of it all, s- just stay true to your price. Mm. That's a big struggle. It is a big struggle, and and. I'm telling you now, do it early on be- because it will hurt you if you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. really, it, it, if you don't, if you don't try to stay true to your price, it can hurt you in the beginning of your business and and slow down your progress. I will say you have to know how much you're worth first. And I think that's what trips people mm-hmm. off. You know, how uh-huh. much do I, how much am I really worth? And, and I can also put down a link, uh, a good friend of ours, uh, Lauren Pennywell, when she sat down with me one-on-one and actually showed me how to find out how much I'm worth hourly. Cause people ask you that people ask you like, how much are you worth hourly? You know, I'm like, shit, I don't know. Like I don't work at McDonald's or anything. Well, what do you mean hourly? But, you know, when you think about it, you technically need to know that. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. when going back to I want X, Y, and Z, well, Y and Z is going to take about five hours to do. So that's uh, <laughs> that means I'm going to have to multiply that by my worth. Uh-huh. And now it's easier for me to say, yes, I need you to pay this. If yes. not, we got an issue, and uh-huh. I can easily say no to that because now I know you don't want to pay my worth. Right. At first, right. I think the the scary part of it is is you feel like oh I'm turning, I'm turning away money, but the more and I think you can agree with this now, mm-hmm. the more you deal with one hundred. 
No. The more you deal with $1,000 clients, the more $1,000 clients will seek you out. Because mm. we just said early on, word of mouth ultimately is our best ways of how we find clients. Hmm. So, so I have two things about this because in, in recent times, like, and, and yes, I've been able to find, you know, more clients that are willing to pay a little bit more. Um, but I would also have to say your price for me, I can't talk for everyone else. My prices, the way that I was pricing them before was based on my confidence level and low key still is. So my confidence level, I won't lie to anyone and I'm just being honest, being vulnerable here. It's not the most, it's not up there like I'm the ish, but it's also not like I'm not ish. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like a betweener for me because I'm like, well, can I, you know, um, and, and I think you like, sometimes you can, you can base your pricing on your confidence level. You're like, well, my stuff doesn't look like Peter McKinnon's or, you know, and you kind of get into this like confidence comparison kind of thing. And that's kind of how you dictate your price. And then you get into this comparison part, part of, well, that person's not better than me and they're charging this. Right. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you have like the greatest quote I've ever heard was from Ava DuVernay. And that is stay in your lane. It's less traffic. Yeah. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. You know, you can do like a price comparison as far as what the price typically is in your area. But comparing, you know, well, my stuff is better than so-and-so and they're charging this. Let them charge that and you charge what you charge. Um, you know what I mean? So so that's that's one thing. The other thing that I learned is I was fishing in the wrong ponds for clientele. Mm. There are some people, there's a difference between dealing with people and businesses. There's a difference. Yeah. And businesses can pay you because they have a budget for marketing. Preach. People people don't don't have that necessarily. So you got to find out am I dealing with people or am I dealing with businesses? And that is going to be the difference and that's the hump that I'm trying to get over right now to where I'm actually making, you know, more money. Um, so it's, it's, it's really that dance that you have to have between your confidence, comparison, and actually dealing with the correct clientele, because not everybody can afford a 25000 a $25,000 video. And you know, the thing is, is when you're dealing with people, they never know what their budget is. And that's a problem. That's a whole problem. So for me, I always shoot high. I'll be like, okay, so $25,000 is good. Oh, well, no, I, I can't pay that. Okay, so you do have a budget. <laughs> What's right. your budget? You don't want to pay 25000 So obviously you have a budget. So what what is the budget? And based on that budget, I can tell you what can be given to you. You know what I mean? So so I, I think they try to kind of play this like, well, whoever says a number first loses type thing. But I'm like, really like, the but I'm not trying to cheat you out of money. What I'm saying is basically your budget is going to, like I can do something with you know i can do more with twenty five hundred dollars than i can two hundred dollars right so that's that's going to be the difference i'm not bringing out ten thousand dollars worth of equipment for fifty dollars i'm just not going to do it so you know and this and that even then that's still not not the reason or the um 
the way that you, you know, compare your price, like, oh, pay for this and pay for that. You know, it is the value of your business, the value that you can bring to that person. And people, people go by hourly and stuff like that. But I find people just want to know, like, the price, like, that's all I'm paying. <laughs> as opposed to is that is that you know, mm-hmm. yeah yeah they just want to be like okay so it's seventy five hundred that's it and they don't want to say oh well, it's gonna be an extra five for this and an extra two for that and don't even worry about that give them one full price so they can be like okay that's all included and that's all I gotta pay so yes that was a long winded way of me saying between confidence finding the right clientele and comparison. I think that's that kind of dance that you do, especially in the beginning stages of your career. No, that's good. Let's let's actually dissect uh, a lot of that because you you talked about a lot of you talked about a lot of a lot of perspectives. But I really want to, I guess, break it down for multiple types of people. So Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about the difference between you going in because we talked about doing walk-ins uh uh-huh. instead of saying uh what is your some people say ask what's your budget because you might be dealing with a big fish and they might have a budget that will blow your mind and uh-huh. by you throwing out a price you just lost money you know they talk about that in one of the 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 groups that we're in uh-huh. you know i'm not saying that's a bad thing I'm not saying, you know, don't do that. What I'm saying is knowing your worth at the end of the day, you know where you need to stop. Cause Mm -hmm. I often ask, what is your budget? Now, by you telling me your budget, I already know, okay, he or she ain't getting this. She or hell ain't getting this. Mm-hmm. They sure as hell can't afford that. So I already know I'm I'm blocking all this uh, out of my head right now. Um, mm-hmm. Diving into this budget that we're speaking of, going back to my client, uh, one year his marketing budget was nine thousand. You know, we just had that conversation uh, mm-hmm. when we're talking about one of the things we wanted, some of the stuff we want to do this year. Uh, <laughs> And he he will even tell me like don't don't low low ball yourself you know we got nine mm-hmm. nine thousand in the marketing budget so but he already knows he's gonna spend some of that on his website ads billboards mm-hmm. billboards ain't cheap and he's gonna put that money somewhere else wherever oh radio ads because he loved radio um, so that's the difference between dealing with a business. And an individual, yeah. an individual yeah. ain't planning. Oh, I got to spend this X amount on marketing in the year because you're 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 in that that marketing budget a business mm-hmm. had. You're 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 part of that. So mm-hmm. that's what she was mainly talking about in terms of budget. And you should also. I mean, we should pretty much have budgets as well. I right. know right. my just my life financially my financial um things i just do outside of business i i have a budget you know i know Mm -hmm. i need to spend x on this and if i spend more than that i get i get an alert (laughs) (laughs) i get an alert like hey you spent too much on groceries or you spent too much on this so um yeah that's that's we don't want to say immediately just oh i'm worth like I'll tell you right now, 
right now, uh, the last time I looked, I was worth $83 an hour. So mm. I know for sure um, if I'm going to be doing something that's five hours, okay, that's my price. I'm not about to sit here and do no math. But I'm just saying, like, that's how All much right. for the most part it's going to be. Now, I got I will have to add extra stuff. <laughs> if this person mm-hmm. wants extra stuff. So that's when all that goes in. I do add tax to my price. So now some of this stuff is about to get taxed. And as soon as that, that money goes in, I'm, I'll put that money somewhere else. So, you know, mm-hmm. use that for the taxes at the end, at the end, uh, beginning of next year. So mm-hmm. it's not just, oh, if I, if I stick with an hour, my hourly rate, I'm stuck at that price every time I work. Now, don't think like that because these people, they might want to act or whatever. Mm-hmm. Time is money. Time yeah. is money. Um, yeah. Another thing I want to dissect is we're often told if they ask for something, say you can do it anyway. And that goes into that confidence you were speaking about. Mm-hmm. You know, can I really, can I really do this? Should you like put a high price tag on that? I'm going to let you answer that. The person that's listening, because it's going to be up to you to figure that out or um, know that you gonna put in X amount of time to research, do a little YouTube university or whatever. Uh, but as long as it's like in there, I think the one thing you should never like just say, oh, I can do it, is green screen. Please, if you never don't mess with green it. screen, don't tell don't a cut, do don't tell a client that, oh, I can do a green screen. Cause if you haven't never done a green screen, you're not gonna have a good green screen. Nah. <laughs> or, or, I mean, I, I mean, what I've learned to do is a couple of things. Like if they're like, for instance, like I've just started in my picture journey and I've already had people like, can you um, Photoshop this? And can you do, I'm like, look, all I do is light editing and a little uh, touching. I do not, I do not give you a six pack. Right. I don't I don't paste your face on I, like right. I don't do none of that stuff. I, all that stuff is mainly in camera and it's very light. So I tell people from jump like this is basic. I'm not about to get rid of your roles. I'm not about to get rid of your <laughs> cellulite. Yeah. And it's mostly with women. And I can't stand that because that's a whole nother tangent I can go on. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to do all of that mainly because it takes a lot of time and honestly for me it's not worth the money if someone is insistent on it hire somebody go to fiverr <laughs> yeah go to fiverr go or to find fiverr. A, a, a video or a photographer friend that does that maybe you know someone in in your city that does just green screen okay that's fine you're gonna have to pay their price to do that and i can bring them on but that's still a service through you you know what I mean? That you can still give them and extend that service, but it'll just be somebody else that does that. Like before I got into the photography, I had someone else take pictures when a client asked to take pictures. I'd, I'd just have them come and, you know, they would have on a 10, 100 media shirt and, you know, they would, they would come in and do their thing. So that, that was um, that for me, if it's too much, do not stretch yourself. Um, they can, you know, they can either figure it out or just go without it. Depending I would, on, you know, yeah you know what it is i will say with more money 
comes more responsibility. Mm-hmm. So do keep that in mind, you know, and I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it with this because I, I thought it was one of the best quotes that we've ever had on this show. And that was with Brandon Washington when mm-hmm. he was basically saying, if you have to negotiate too much with a client, if a client doesn't really want to work with your price, that shows how much they value your value your work mm-hmm. and how they compare it to money. You know, because they they if they just looking for a, just want to play a money game, they'll go find somebody else. They'll they'll look for a cheaper person. Mm-hmm. That says a, that says a lot about how much they actually looked at your work. And actually see you working with their company or working with Mm -hmm. their brand. Like, I cannot tell you how often that conversation has just popped in my head so many times when Mm -hmm. when dealing with people. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, uh, basically the way if they're just shopping around for a price, you know, then then there's no no appreciation for your for your work. Um, you know, they don't value it. This is why I don't do music videos anymore. <laughs> you know, like, no, dead yeah, serious. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you, you don't value the time that I put in. You don't, you just don't value that. In, in my experience, and maybe I just was, I, all of them weren't bad. I won't say that. All, all of my music video clients weren't bad. Um, but for me, it was just like, this is a lot of work for like no budget. <laughs> so I was like, uh, nah. So yeah, but um, definitely um, go where you are valued, and make sure that you're just fishing in the right pond for the right clientele, the right clientele that you want to work with. That's not just budget wise, but that's also just based on professionalism. How do you want to be treated? How do they want it? How do you want to treat them? You know what I mean? Like, I don't really do a whole friendship thing with my clients. I like it to be because that's when prices become confusing when you become friends too close you know what i mean prices and stuff become confusing so but um when you got people that respect your work and respect your price they'll 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 pay it they'll do it yeah they will uh and once again just more the more you get those bigger clients the more once again uh was it birds um birds of a feather flock together that that part they say (laughs) uh you know that's oh that's true that's true. You you impress a, a high dollar client, they're gonna go to their high dollar restaurant, high dollar club and mm-hmm. and show off your video to their high dollar friends and look We're in the you're money. in there. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Uh or you're gonna be dealing with somebody that is broke and they're gonna show it to their broke friends and they like, Oh man, how can I cut you know, how can I get a deal on that? You know, how can I get a deal? You know, how can how how can I work? And uh, get with mm-hmm. that, you know. So yeah, you, you you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, that's that's what you're gonna run into. Yeah, yeah. It's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah, I, I noticed. Um, I noticed that a lot. You know, like for me, I, the goal for me is to get paid more and work less. I do not want 15 clients for $500. I do not want that. That's. I mean, that's a lot of work. Um, and you can make a complete living off that. But for me, I want, you know, three clients at 
you know, like I'd rather do that rather than, you know, having, you know, all these clients and all these video projects do when I can just do three and make, you know, 15,000 and up a month off of that. That's the goal that that's, that's what I'm seeing. And it's, it's easy. Like Sunday morning, if you can, if you can do it, you can do it correctly. And, you know, you can, you can um, catch the gist, gist of it. Yeah, I mean, if you want, if you want to have fifteen projects and they, because I know, I honestly know people that do it. If you want to have fifteen projects and they're all five hundred dollars, by all means, do it. You do. I yeah. I I will guarantee. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what level of quality they're they're gonna be. Like it when when I when I see that type of work, and I'm not saying this will be you. Uh, <laughs> that's just right. It just reminds me of McDonald's, you know. It just it reminds me of fast food. Well, I mean, you didn't get into this to to like get no sleep, like right? Yeah, no. <laughs> you sleep. didn't get into this. Like, I didn't quit my job to like work. You know, for you know, twenty hour days. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do that for that. I could have stayed at my job for that. You know what I mean? Um, But I was like, I don't want to have to work that hard. I want to go and get a couple of good fish that will um, be able to satisfy, you know, my my needs as far as being able to live off of it and some. I want to do that. I've seen people do it. Um, I've I've um, witnessed people doing it all kinds all kinds of things um and and going about doing it that way rather than because i used to be the one that oh 500 bucks 15 people oh yeah i can make this and it's like yeah you can but you're gonna be working real real hard that's a lot of work that's a lot of work that's you know what i mean you figure it's 30 31 days in a month that's a lot of work dog so <laughs> <laughs> In the in the great words of, of of what's his name Randy off of um American Idol that's a no for me dog yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's a no for me dog unless it's like one and one and done like just some simple stuff and they just right. paying you five hundred for that simple right. stuff I mean hey you got game but unless they like want some you know good production work that's that's gonna be a lot. We're going to go on to take it and move it to the next part of the show. Going to first hit this commercial, and then we'll be right back and get into gear prepping. One of my favorite things. Not really. Soundstripe is the number one place for filmmakers, creatives, and YouTubers to have access to high-quality, royalty-free music. They have super affordable subscriptions starting as low as $11.25 per month. With unlimited downloads and licenses, the possibilities are just simply endless. They have over 5,000 plus quality songs, 40,000 plus sound effects, and get this, they even have over 70,000 premium stock videos. With access to curated playlists, your search is easy and you find exactly what you need. And with the worry-free licensing, you get a custom license available for every track. Soundstripe has given 10100 Media the opportunity to extend a 10% discount to other creatives. By going to soundstripe.com and using the code 10100, that's T-E-N-1-0-0, you get 10% off any plan. Go and sign up like right now. Take your production to the next level. Sign up with Soundstripe today. Okay, so we are back 
And once again, uh, that's 10100 for that code. We definitely yes. appreciate any help we can uh-huh. get because like everyone else, we are trying to just make it. <laughs> yes. We're trying, We're trying to make it out here, folks. It. Trying to make it. Um, gear prep. Uh, I have to say, you know what? I, I didn't think this, this part was going to be long, but you know what? This might be. This might be a little Mm-mm. bit lengthy Mm-mm. because because I just thought about it. Because for one, gearing for a a shoot always is trouble. And I, I say this because you can no matter how much prep you can you you can have, something always messes up. Like 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 the last thing I, I shot, I tested out my lapel mics. <laughs> and when how I test out my lapel mics, I make sure they're great batteries. I have a battery tester. I test out the batteries. I put the batteries in the damn lapel mics, and I hit <laughs> power, and I watch them. Mm. And I'm like, okay, the battery's good. These are not like because sometimes you'll you'll hit power on a on a lapel mic on a mic, and it'll say full battery, and then like one minute later, it's like low battery. It's like <laughs> seriously, it would do that. Like, wait, what? Yeah, not, <laughs> for real, it would do that. So now I just hit power and I just li- I just leave it there. It's like I want to make sure you're at full power. So <laughs> I get to the shoot and I turn on the lapel and it just won't cut on. <laughs> I'm seeing, and I'm looking Horrible. at Kenya. I'm like, I tested these. I sat there. Tested, look for good batteries, and the lapel won't come come on. Now, what ended up happening was I ended up having to take the batteries out, and I guess there was some like a little bit of corrosion at the end, maybe, because um, uh-huh. you know, corrosion. If if it's any at the end of a battery, or in, uh, yeah, at the end of a battery, it'll block out that connection but there was barely any end i don't know what it was but for five minutes i'm like how Mm. (laughs) how how can how why does every time i do something something messes up (laughs) i it it just can't just be me that'd be life sometimes no, no doubt so like Tell me the process that you go through when you know you have a shoot. Uh, like, when do you start packing and, you know, what is, like, your process of, of packing and just getting ready? Um, So, usually I pack the night before or the day before. Um, I also have a list of everything that I'm going to need. I need a list. And I just, I mean, it's something real simple on my phone. You know, I go to my notes. I start, you know, maybe, you know, a couple days before or whatever. I'll just um, go in and be like, okay, I need this. I need that. I need to make sure I bring this. Okay, don't forget that screw. Don't forget that. And I'll make a list and I check it twice. (laughs) And um, as I'm packing my stuff, I go through and I just check things off, off my little checklist. Mm. And that's usually how I remember things. And 
I usually do that for big shoots, shoots that are pretty routine that I know I'm not going to need this or I'm not going to need that. I'm fine with. Um, but big shoots, ones that I know that I need to be like extremely organized for, I make sure that I have a gear list and I just go and pack and check off my stuff as I pack it. And, you know, that that's that's how I remember everything is in there because I'm like, I checked everything off the list that I would need. And then anything that I forget, I put on the list and check it off. Right. So, so yeah, I, I kind of like, I kind of like to have a double, triple check that I do. So, and then because I, especially if it's an early morning shoot, I just want to get up and go like have my breakfast and go. Right. Uh-huh. I don't really want to have to worry about packing and being, I don't like rushing to shoots. I like knowing I have plenty of time to do whatever it is I need to do. I feel like I'm but that's just rushing. Me. Yeah, no. Yeah. Whenever I'm rushing, I forget everything. Like, literally, I'll forget the camera and be like, "Damn." So, <laughs> have you? So ever, I'm like, no. Have you ever got to the shoot and the battery to your camera is not inside of the camera? It's so annoying. That has happened to me, and I can't remember what was the workaround I did, but I've I've done it. I've I've looked at my camera and it's like oh, it's kind of light and then like right when i'm about to turn it on it's like why is this thing not coming turn it on my finger like just goes inside of a hole i'm like oh the battery's not there <laughs> <laughs> uh it, there's they're still charging on, on the charging station um at home at home oh, like 20 minutes gosh. 20 minutes away um, mm-hmm. I have my I can't little battery even, pack too. I can't even remember what. I don't remember not doing the shoot for that. So I must have did something. It must have been a, a type of shoot to where I didn't really need that camera. It must have been like one of the live streaming um things I did. But I just remember that uh, that happening to me. I wanna. I'm gonna get into like the different phases of organization I've had since the start of my business. So when I started this business, I automatically had three tubs worth of gear. Uh. I had a big old blue tub and two red tubs. Um, and both of the red tubs renamed it red one and red two. And I was like, why you want to do this? Now people going to think we have reds. We ain't got that type of type of money. Um, <laughs> so when we were going shoots though we would take all of that the tubs like even stuff that we probably didn't even need so mm. you know it's just all that heavy lifting and if you live if you live on an apartment like that's heavy lifting up and down the stairs now uh-huh. i've been doing that to where all my equipment has been in some form of tubs for the longest recently until this year i kind of minimized it now um now because it was like that because i had my photography stuff i had my videography stuff i had all my lights um oh oh my god all those damn tripod light stands now (laughs) my light stands in my car my light stands for the most. I have I have so many. I have some in the apartment and some in the in the car. But light stands in the car. You know, uh, a lot of stuff because that that's what would have me running late. 
it's not me packing up for the shoot. It's me transporting all my crap. Right. From my apartment upstairs. Because we always have upstairs. Uh-huh. Back and forth to my car, lugging it. And I don't want to just leave my equipment in the car. You really right. you shouldn't. Um, right. Because your That's camera shouldn't be uh, in those type of temperatures, depending on where you, where you live. Uh-huh. Uh, I just don't. So that's the part that always gets me. Uh, so what I've recently done, and I called you when I figured out, uh, I went to, and I just saw the receipt because I was doing taxes today, Harbor Freights. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I got some of those cases. I got some other oh, tubs. So now I have a small tub for lights. I have a small thing for uh, my for my audio gear was it a roller tub so see that's the only difference so and i showed you and and i might i might i might go look at it now you go to bnh and these pelican cases were running ridiculous ridiculous i'm about to look it up real quick pelican case now don't get me wrong a pelican case if you if you got it get it you know yeah it's worth it it is so my pelican case i'm looking at it right now it's worth 260 dollars and 95 cents on um bnh i really don't like the one i have because it's not the one that had foams it's the had the one that it's the one that had like barriers that you had to cut so you have to really be sure you get it uh perfect but i mean i've made it work i made it work all these years Uh but once again, this Pelican case is $260.95. If I go to Harbor Freights and probably get something for the same size, it's probably going to run me $60. Where at Harbor Freight? I'm looking and I don't see that. Well, see, what you I'm, put in? I'm, like I'm, a, a see, Pelican case? See, it's not, it's not a Pelican case. You're going to have to look at gun cases. Oh. So I'm I'm looking at it now, and I probably even went a little bit too high. No, yeah. It's going to run you probably like $60. I'm looking at it. Like the same size is probably going to be $60 for the same size case. Um, if not, I'm looking at another one right here that actually has wheels. On Harbor Freights, Apache, weatherproof, protective rolling carrying case. Yeah, that's $94.99. We're looking at the same thing. $94.99. That, I was about to, that thing on freaking B&H is $260. So, (laughs) so the only problem is I actually like the dividers because I'm about to, because, okay. So one of the things that's my problem is that, and you know, when David went to your wedding with me Uh to help me film, he helped me realize like there needs to be a system in my bag because I hate looking for stuff, especially in the middle of a shoot. And then you're in such a rush to pack. You're like, okay, just put this here, just put this here because you're trying to make it out the studio on time or whatever the case may be, Uh right? And I don't like that. So I actually want to get a case where I can put all my gear and stuff like that that I need in there. And I'm actually going to get a label maker. And I'm going to label label where, 
yeah, I'm going to actually label where everything is going to go. So I have a consistent system um, because it, it can it can get bad because sometimes you'll think something's in your bag or you'll think so, you put something somewhere and it's just not there. And you're like, well, damn, where did I put it? Then you're checking all kind of pockets and it, it's just annoying. And I think a case is like it's clearly there as opposed to a backpack because you got all these pockets and stuff like that. Now, can so, you not? Well, here's my issue. I'm And I'm going to look. Um, but first, do you does yours not have foam? Yes, mine has foam in it, but I still, I mean, the foam and I one the backpack is too small. I uh-huh. need a bigger backpack if I'm gonna do a backpack. But I would rather do like a case, either a large, an extra large backpack or a case. Um, so it's just easier to to you know transport because the backpack it does get a little straining on the back and things of that sort so i don't know i do think you would have more room with the dividers and not the foam i i do i will say that um but just starting off like if i would have known the price like i'm i'm i i didn't even see the rolling one in the store in, in harbor mm. freights like 90 dollars. i I'm, i might go pick that up like right just to get actual facts for real because in in because I, I i mean i know you see you're looking at the same thing what the mm-hmm. hell is the difference what, what the hell is the the difference i think the fact that it's pelican and it's probably just name brand this, at this point. I think this. No, I, I, don't, I don't even think the size is too much of a difference. But yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like you said, that's another reason why I got those things is because when I'm going on a shoot, I, I know, okay, this, this case is going to have all my accessories, mm-hmm. light, sound. You know, we're good. And it's skinny, so it's not as wide and big so it's easier for me to put it in a in in the car and move on you know because before i had these really big tubs that i couldn't like stack and you know it's a hazard going down the stairs um Mm. that organization knowing okay my lights is over here my sound equipment is over here all of my stands i know where those are um, I don't have a list. Like I said, having a list, I think, would make things easier as well um, uh-huh. for big, big projects uh, like the film we're gonna shoot. I most likely will have a list for that for sure. Um, but <sighs> cases, a list, and batteries, crap load of batteries. Uh-huh. Like I'm keeping my. I'm keeping my Best Buy card just so I can go get batteries, SD cards, hard drives, whatever. <laughs> whatever I need. <laughs> I don't blame just, you. I, I don't I, blame I, you. Out of nowhere. I, I, I don't know where. I can't. I probably can't get a camera out of uh, like I want from Best Buy, but I sure as hell can get some um, extra batteries, SD cards, and uh, whatever that Best Buy might need, those little accessories that you just need the day before a shoot. Uh, and if you don't have, if you don't have the luxury of a camera, camera rent store or a, um, 
B&H near you, anything like that. Mm. So, um, Oh, here's a, here's an idea for me. The dividers on Amazon are 124. So that I'm still coming off a little bit better. I mean, that's a hundred bucks. Like the dividers alone. Yeah. $124. Yeah. No, they're not. Yes, they are. These things are foam. Who would pay $100? See, no, I I can't. It's almost like I just want to buy a case and just kind of DIY a divider thing. Right. I'm quite sure you can do that. (laughs) I'm more than sure I can probably figure it out. Who would pay $124 just for the... I mean, I'm quite sure people would. You know, some people listen. Like, I can literally go and get this $94 one and then make one. Hell, my backpack might have it to where I can just, you know, mm. put the dividers in and just use it from my backpack. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to figure out something. That's, that's And I'm going to let y'all know. Yeah, that's wild. We can definitely, if you're looking for a good case, I promise Harbor Freights, just check it out. Um, because when a friend of mine, uh, came over and he saw my Pelican, he was like, oh yeah, I got, I saw some of those at Harbor Freights. I'm like, what the hell is a Harbor Freights? And Uh how much, he told me how much it was. I was like, what? I paid like (laughs) an arm and like a, 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 a finger for this thing. And... He uh he bought another one a case the other day. He was like, "Yeah, they got some for like X amount of dollars." I was like, "No way! I'm about to go look. I'm about to go. I was about to go get some of these, but I need to find this. I need to see this." And that's when I called you. I'm like, "You have no idea what I'm looking at." Um, wow! <laughs> wow! So it's like you gotta like dig around, like, and that's the other thing, like, um, YouTubers and stuff like that. Like, no, no knock against any of them, but sometimes you just gotta find what works for you. You know what I mean? Um, and not all the time, like, like, wow, on SD, I just found yeah. one. Army green padded dividers for fifty four bucks. Hmm. See, there you go. I was just about to say, um, DIY. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to probably DIY that and figure that out myself. Like, I'll probably go get that case from Harbor Freight and just DIY. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, like, I'm going to figure out something. Right. And and going back to the, the subject of the show, this type of stuff might need to go into your pricing if you know mm-hmm. you need some of this stuff. Uh, you might you will have your hourly rate, but you also need a production bu- budget. So mm-hmm. it's it's this type of stuff you need to think about. Depending depending on the project, like you might need a uh, extra case. You might need to buy a new camp, rent a new camera, whatever you need to do, or buy a light, and you need a case for your light because you just want to make sure your light is good. Mm-hmm. Um. Cause I know that's what I did. I bought my that strobe, and that's that's what I bought that um the case for. Cause I, mm. I wanted something for my strobe and the the light bulbs that go with it. Cause um yeah, those light bulbs are fragile. So I want to get into. We we talked about finding the clients. We talked about negotiations and gear prep. Uh, passing out 
the product. You know, actually transferring the files, like. Oh yeah, that's a big one for me too. Yeah, like actually, you know, when do you do that? And what systems? I know for me right now, I am loving Frame IO. Uh, I do have it turned off to where you can download videos because they don't need to download anything until <laughs> until uh, I get the last payment. And Frame.io actually has a way to where it watermarks things as well. Um, I can actually, I actually have a link. Um, I'll actually have a link down in, in the uh, show notes for that so you can try frame.io if you have not i definitely recommend it because when i say who i'm trying to remember i know you used it before um even when you just showed me some of your videos and you just want me to take a look at them but like just being able to have a client mark on the project or leave notes for the project it's so much easier. It is. It's so great. Now, it does. It is a little bit buggy, especially um, depending on your computer or what kind of. Uh, if you're trying to connect, show them the video while it's still in Premiere. I think they still have a few things. I haven't tested it out since they uh, rework things, but I know the last time I tried it, it was kind of buggy. But um, I mean we transfer um i mean we've tried it all <laughs> right. we've tried it all of course with the retransfer once you send it it's gone but at least when we we transfer you have a little bit of a higher limit but right now where are like when do you send your files to a client like like when do i send them or like, like how when for this one when like when um what what part the process like i well when i i've kind of adopted some new principles um where where when it comes to video i'm actually going to put a you know um some some type of watermark on there um, so they can't just copy it from from the from the video. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time understanding when I send a video. What what do you mean by when I send a video? So like, like I I think I told you like right now I have a plumber that I'm waiting to um, finalize things, and once everything is finalized and I get my last payment, then I'm gonna shoot them over a. Um, link to where they can actually download uh mm -hmm. the the file right now i'm using we transfer um as long as it still works to where they can download it and what i like about we transfer is i know exactly when they download it and i get notified of course i get notified when they download it so if they haven't downloaded it yet and we've talked about this you'll send somebody a video and they they lose it or they never really download it and they lose in the email. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, um, what I like about WeTransfer is that it expires. Yep. You know, so after that, you're done with the client. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I actually had that happen to me before <laughs> where I was in, I was assisting on another shoot and um, don't ever do this, but I volunteered to send out all the videos or excuse me, all the photos to um, each client because I was the only one that had internet with a laptop um, at the time of the shoot because we were doing headshots and you know everyone was like it's a long story everyone was coming at me about their photos and stuff like that and 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 you know how come we haven't gotten them yet i'm like dude i'm trying to figure out the system but whatever but one client in particular tried to say like oh i never got them you know blah 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 i never got my photos but um i was able to go back to the we transfer um uh emails that they send you once they've been transferred and sent and then also that that person had downloaded them. And now, and then, you know, the the person that was running it, you know, she hit me up and she was like, did you give it to her? And I was like, yeah, I sure did. Here's the email indicating that, you know, she got the photos and she downloaded them. So um, it kind of, it kind of was a, a CYA moment for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, so I was very, very happy and pleased with that. Uh, we transfer something that I use as well. Um, I think it's great if you have good internet connection if you do not um you will be sending files for months like seriously so just make sure that your internet package that you do have is like one of the fastest ones and hardwire that don't wi-fi just hardwire your computer into the internet so you can send it as quickly as possible um but when do i send them um when i so the way that i do it is it's kind of almost like a good faith thing like i'm not bsing you your video is done so i'll kind of send them the frame io link where they can check it out and tell me and give me the corrections and stuff like that right and then i and then you know i'll send them the corrections that i made is everything good blah 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 and if i haven't gotten my last payment yet um, then I'm like, okay, well, as soon as you go ahead and, you know, pay out the rest of the invoice, I'll be more than happy to send you this video. Yeah. Mm. I, I know before I was doing Frame.io, I was dealing with Google Drive and people could just, you know, send links. The thing I didn't like about Google Drive, a few things, and you can tell me if you agree. One, sometimes you send them a link and I guess they'll send that link to another email. So now you got to let that email, uh, I guess verify that they can use that link or something like that. It's, it's a whole nother step that annoying. It's a whole nother step that you really don't feel like dealing with. Um, especially when you're dealing with a corporate or, uh, a, a business setting to where, multiple managers or or people do need to view it uh with frame io you really don't have that issue um another thing i didn't like about google drive is sometimes i'm just being honest some people don't use google anymore they're scared of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're 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 scared of it because they feel like google is stealing their information um, so some people have really been moving to Safari and, and, uh, well, far, far as I know, the people I talk to Safari, um, I still don't know anybody really use internet Explorer, but, mm. uh, people have been moving mm. to Safaris cause they're, you know, they feel like Google is selling their information or, you know, it's not safe. So that is where Google drive I know has really, you know, 
caused some issues. I've mm-hmm. used Dropbox, but I don't like Dropbox it. Dropbox is kind of annoying too. I, I've never liked the interface. Um, I think the the amount of space you can use is is too restricted. I never really liked it. I used it before, mm-hmm. but is this? It's unappealing to me. It's, I mean, it's good if you're if you're working with another videographer and you need the projects to be sent off. So, I mean, you know, somebody can have Dropbox that immediately shows up in a folder. Those kind of things. If it's a working thing as far as like editors or something like that, then I would say use that. But um, for sending it to clients, it's always just a headache because then they're like, well, how do I download Dropbox? And Oh, well, what is it this right. court? So it's just like so annoying. Now they got to so. create one. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's a lot. And then you got to walk them through that. And, and you know, like, I don't mind helping people out, but I mean, at the, other, at the end of the day, I got other stuff to do. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you, you. So I don't have time. Like, I even send, like, I have Adobe Sign now, and that's a free service based on the fact that I'm, you know, a Premiere Pro user. And, um, you know, I send a YouTube video on how to sign. It's a mm. YouTube video that's out there. And I just, I put that in the email. Like, this is how you sign your contract, Doug. I don't have time to walk y'all through this. Watch this video. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, one the Dropbox is always like, well, well, I didn't get it. Or how do I, is it Google Drive? Or So I just, I just stop. I just stop. So where are you with revisions? Two revisions, bro. That's it. Two revisions. I, I get <laughs> that. It. I get that. Mm. Um, I do have it right now to where it's three, but I haven't had in, any issues to where it's had to get to that point. Um, once again, mainly because frame I and I just haven't had a difficult client in a very long time. You know, I'm going to knock on something for that one um but yeah so three revisions and oh well for you two revisions and of course if they want more they gotta yeah that's an extra fee that, but that I, I, I i'm sorry i'm sorry my bad oh no no okay, that ahead. was it they at that price tag yeah yeah absolutely um no i was gonna say uh also put a time limit on how long they can do their revisions Right. So, so like what what I've had happen before is two months down the line, they're like, "Hey, can you actually?" And I'm like, "Whoa, seriously?" So I'm like, "You get two revisions within a 72 hour period. That's it. Like you got three days to figure this out." I'm not. <laughs> right. No, because it's like they'll come at you like a week later. Like I was looking at it with my cousin, and they thought, and I'm like, "No, that's too many times that somebody." can kind of put their eye on it and kind of pick it apart um, unnecessarily. Um, right. You know, at that point, they're like, oh, well, my lip looks fat or, you know, and it's just like, nah, like you got three days to tell me what you need. Like with a musician, I had that happen before where, you know, he came at me like a week later and I was like, no, I already told you you had two revisions within 72 hours. That time has expired. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not doing any more revisions on your video. And, you know, he was upset, but I was like, this is what I told you within the email and it's in the contract. So I don't know what else you want me to do. Right. Yeah. And I know one thing that I need to do is um, 
and add it to somewhere on my invoices as well is like like I said right now I'm waiting on a on my pl on that plumber to verify the video or not I need to have a time limit on hey you have X amount of days to verify this video or I'm gonna need yeah with this is gonna have to be closed and our our project sits as is yeah it's, it's <laughs> this is done yeah. It's just going to be what it is because it's like people will like take advantage of that time period and all that kind of stuff. And and then I had to change the 50 percent um, initial down payment to 75. I, I, I noticed that I had to change that um, one because I did see um, Jacob Owens talk about it. And I was like, you know what? It is probably great to have most of my money rather than half of it. Um, That's true. You know what I mean? And it, it kind of shows the commitment as far as like what they're going to do. Cause I've had, you know, especially if you're not charging enough, like I've had $500 and I'm like, Oh, just give me two fifty. And some, for some people two fifty isn't enough to stay committed. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, well now it's, you know, 6,000 or something, you know, 5,000 or something. And you know, 75% of that is a lot for you to just not go through with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, um with that so i i would i would definitely look to um uh, make the deposits higher and you know for for court's sake i wouldn't call it a deposit yes i call it a first initial payment yeah and I, I require 75 percent up front and then 25 percent the last 25 percent when the project is completed yeah because a deposit is you know it can be seen as oh this could be refundable Whereas mm -hmm. the first payment, no, I mean it's a little bit harder to fight against that. It's this We're is a payment, you know, right? Right. Payment, payment. deposit, two different yeah. things. Deposit is not is not happening, so I call it a first first initial payment or first payment something like that, so they know that that's not that's not coming back to them. And I always tell them, yeah, that's the that's the first payment is seventy five percent. I don't even say deposit no more. I'm mm -hmm. just be like first payment got to be seventy five percent, and the last twenty five at the at the completion of the project and that 75% needs to be given to me before we even shoot. Let me ask you this because uh that reminds me something. Now, there are this is it this isn't even a deposit as deposit as well. Um and that's for consultations when people want to just possibly meet with you about a mm -hmm. project they want to do. I charge them for that. I was like, look, mm. you got to you got to pay I forgot what I did the last time, but I, I say, look, you got to pay at least this. Um, and it's going to go toward your project if we move forward. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because people want to oh, waste your damn time. Yes. They just want to sit there and talk. Um, you know, I'll have the conversation with them because, like, sometimes you got to kind of go fishing. Right. Mm. And what I mean by that is, like, sometimes that may not be money right now. But based on how you treat them and the information that you give them, it may be money later. So I never take that as like, oh, this person just wanted to waste my time. Da, 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 da. It also depends on the person, what they're talking about, things like that. For instance, that's why I have my my discovery form process. Exactly. Because I knew that I did not want to work with someone when I said um, how what what realistically uh, what kind of client or what how many what was it? It's like realistically like how many are you trying to reach? And they just said thousands. 
<laughs> so that let me know that they didn't know their target audience or anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, um, hmm. You know what I mean? So um, as far as the first initial payment, it's it's. I don't mind sitting down and talking to them about it because it's going to let me know if it's a good fit or not. And I would feel some type of way to take money from somebody that I'm like, oh, wait, we're actually not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm like, for me, I'd rather just have the conversation and figure out if we're going to work rather than take money from you to have a conversation. That's just me and my thought process in it. But everybody That's a good way to way look at rock. it. That's a good way to look at it. I still, I still, and let me, let me be clear and honest. Like the last time I did it, I think it was like, okay, it's going to be $15, uh, $15, $15 mm-hmm. on it. No, nothing, nothing that's uh, going to break the pocket, right? Not, yeah, nothing really, mainly because for gas, you know, mm-hmm. gas You're right. and actually get, right. getting there and you wasting my time. Um, if you ain't well, now we have nothing. Zoom, so. But yeah, and, and now we do have Zoom. Um, which I don't know. I would still, I still prefer meetings in person if possible, mm-hmm. because you don't, you don't, you can't feel certain things on Zoom. You know, words don't don't come out the same way through Zoom. Mm. You know. Um, not only that, but like if I'm in, if we're in, on, having a meeting and you telling me this, I'm jogging it down on my writing it down on my notes and I'm able to actually uh, build a strategy in front of you. You know, it's hard to do that on Zoom. And I think that's another reason for me why I do want to charge charge because I am going to be while you're telling me what you want to do. I'm having to sit there and figure this out while you're mm. telling me. So, and if we it's, if it's no longer a good fit, I just did work for you. Mm. you know, I just because I'm gonna write it down. Mm. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, for me, I kind of get a feel for who they are. Um, kind of throw some ideas their way. You know, I will, I will write down those ideas and then I say, you know, hey, let me get back to you within 24 hours, 24 to 48 hours um, with, with a strategy that um, might work for you. And I always let them know I have something in mind right now, um, but I definitely want to come back, you know, with a plan that I think you'll be pleased with. So let me gather this information, take this. Usually if they filled out the discovery form, I don't even have to do that. Like low key, I already got the strategy in my head about what's about to happen. But if it's a situation where I don't have that discovery form and I ask them those questions and then I can say, based on this, I think I can come up with a strategy that you'll be happy with. I would like for you to give me, you know, 24 to 48 hours to go ahead and look at this and and give you something that I think you'll be pleased with. You know, are you willing to meet with me again? Or, you know, do you have that kind of time, blah, blah, blah. And then just based on that, you know, I go, I go from there, but yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't, honestly, I really, I have a good feel for people. Mm -hmm. Um, at least I like to think I, I do. So like even on Zoom, like if if I'm writing things down and it looks like I'm not paying attention, I tell them, hey, you know, just so you know, I'm not, it's not that I'm not paying attention to you. I'm writing down what you're telling me so I can, you know, remember. And I kind of just let them know initially like, hey, look, I ain't ignoring you. 
<laughs> this, yeah. this is what I'm doing, you know, and I kind of just let them know. So um, for me, that's that's I, I don't I don't think I've ever come across rude with a client for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that's also just how my brain works, too, is kind of let them know, like, you know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, I, and I guess for me, I'm a little bit more cutthroat on that on mm-hmm. that side, because I really don't want you wasting my time. And <laughs> and if if we're gonna be talking about certain things, I really and if it don't if it don't work with me, I'm I can't talk about it any long. I can't. I, I won't be able to fake with you. I can't. So um, it just goes back to I'm gonna give them some type of information at work, you know, and then I'm having to put in gas money. Um, and hopefully, I think that's another part of it. Hopefully, that fifteen dollars or whatever it is will show me how serious you are. Because, mm. like I said, I'm very. I don't. I don't. I don't like my time wasted. <laughs> I really no, don't. No, I, I get I really it. Don't. Time is precious. We don't get that back. So I, I, I completely, I completely understand that. A lot um, of BS. Yes, it's it's a it's a lot that you. But like, what I try to do is when people are interested, like. Um, for instance, there was somebody that hit me up on Facebook um, in one of the groups that I'm in. They're like, oh, I really want you to shoot for me, blah, blah, blah. I have this. When's a good time to meet? And I tell them, you know, you can go to my website, fill out a discovery form. And that's going to give me the information that I need to help me um, un- understand your business and what you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if they don't fill out that discovery form, I mean, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, you, you know, know that kind of tells me everything I need to know at that point. You and, don't like, you know, it's the process. You have to do my process. And I guess let me make sure that's 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 clear because with that, that's like an inquiry. Mm-hmm. What I'm really talking about is really consulting that could lead to work. Mm. They coming to me asking, you know, how can I do this? Where it's possibly work but it's more like i need information what can i do you know i also have brochures so i can right. just give you a brochure here you go read that oh um months ago I, I got them months ago i usually bring them to my meetings like in person well there you go um but now huh i said well there you go yeah, now, you know, so that way while they're reading that pamphlet, I can kind of go through and be like, you know, this is what's going on right now. You know, social media, about 75%, 92% of the people really re- want to see this and da 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 da. So they kind of get an idea like, oh, okay. And it kind of puts me in this position of subject matter expert. Yeah. So because no videographers coming at them like that, they're like, dude, I can give you a dope video. It's going to be so cool. I'm going to hand it to you and good luck. <laughs> They're not going to tell you where to put it. They're not going to tell you um, what kind of target audience we're trying to get to. They're not going to have a marketing firm behind them that's able to distribute that video correctly. So it's like, you know, you can go somewhere else and get it cheaper or, you know, whatever. But, you know, no, nobody's going to really be doing what I'm doing for you, period. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we are. Wow. It is, we're about to hit an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, But hey, I really want to just put this out there because like I said, I I did notice people were uh, listening to the older 
episode, which touched a little bit on photography, but still, I, I think um, definitely we touched on a lot more that I would hope has been valuable to you. Uh, definitely, uh, if I do post an Instagram photo uh, along with this about talking about this episode going out, definitely comment below if you go to Harbor Freight or just anything yes. that we talked about on this episode if we have any crazy stories uh, that you'd like to also talk about it go on and send us an email um, because hey we definitely want to hear get your experience or if we find it uh, funny or appealing or we just want to share that story on the show uh, we'll have you come on so definitely communicate with us um definitely would love to have you on the show b is there anything you want to say to our people um i just want to say in the great words of 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 my little homie my little my little nephew um be wholesome and um believe in yourself and you know life is tough but it's it's not it's not as as tough as it could be so you know take your cards and work with them Ain't that the truth? Truth. We'll see you all next week. See you all later. See. Peace. You.